do you want to learn how to podcast? Get the free Lazy Podcaster guide at lazypodcaster.com. Everything you need to learn how to podcast with minimal time and expense. Welcome to the Digital Nomad on Fire podcast. Today we have uh, quite a topical one. It's about traveling during COVID, which is something I've done uh, a couple of times recently. Um, at the beginning of um, COVID, I was uh, snowboarding in the country of Georgia. And uh, in the middle of March, um, some uh, Czechs apparently brought COVID with them and infected a bar near where I was staying. And uh, the day before, the biggest dump of the season, huge dump. We hadn't had much snow in the week before. Huge dump was coming. And they, they just closed the mountain, which was a bit of a nightmare. Um, so I... I my, I managed to get a flight through Ukraine. That was cancelled because um, Ukrainian airlines closed their, or the country closed its borders. So I managed to get a flight back through Belarus. It was just me and six people. Um, luckily, I had my um, Prague or Czech residence permit because uh, I'm from the UK, um, but I live in Prague. Um, so I got back in. So then obviously didn't travel for a few months after that. Um, but then last month decided to visit Vienna and uh, Budapest because they're both easy to get to from Prague. You can travel by land. Uh, I got the combination of trains and Flixbuses. Flixbus is just a cheap bus uh, company that you can get around Europe. Um, goes to lots of different places. You can just book in their app. It's very easy, very cheap. Uh, so there was a few differences with traveling. Um, there were some tourists about, but it's, maybe it's about half as busy as normal, something like that. The first hostel I stayed in in Vienna was um, a hostel I'd wanted to stay in for a while. I think it's been around since the 90s called uh, Ruthensteiner. Um, so I, I stayed there for a week um, and it, was, it wasn't full, but it was quite busy and it was relatively normal people there. They have a bar um, and it was, just, yeah, it was just a cool hostel to hang out in. Um, so I did a week there, drank way too much, um, hung out in the bar, walked around the city a bit, did a bit of work on my laptop. Um, didn't actually check out any co-working spaces in Vienna. Um, just wanted a bit of time off and did, did a bit of work in some cafes. Um, and then I was like, okay, this is less busy than normal, but it, it seems like summer. The hostel seems kind of normal. It's fine. Then I went to Budapest and that's when things started to get a lot more weird. Uh, the first hostel I stayed in um, was Wombats, which is possibly the biggest one there. It's got 400 beds. It usually has a bar. It's usually a bit of a party hostel. Um, I checked in there, um, asked the guy on reception how many people were staying. He said 30 out of 400 beds. Uh, so the first room they um, told me to go to, went in there, there was a, a large rotund gentleman um, pushing retirement age with his top off, very hairy, which, you know, good for him, very hairy, um, sitting on the top bunk watching Spanish TV news uh, without headphones because it's it's good for everyone to listen to the news um, about Spain in Spanish in a dorm at 10 p.m. It, I just, it just makes sense to me for, for him to be doing that. Um, and then when I sort of disappeared, I heard strange squeaking coming from coming from the room. And then um, uh, when I came back into the room, uh, the squeaking stopped. I, I, I don't know what he was doing. Um, it's probably just a squeaky, but I don't want to know. I decided to leave that room um, don't know why it just didn't didn't seem normal. Uh, 
so I asked to be changed streams. The next stream um, he gave me a key to. Uh, there was about three weeks worth of uh, laundry hanging up on every available surface in the room. Um, it was a bit of a swamp-like atmosphere. It smelt like a swamp. Um, it had the humidity of a swamp. There's no one there, but it looked like someone had been living in there for about three months. Asked to change room again. This time he put me in a room, um, and this is, I have asked, I've stayed in hundreds of hostels, I've asked to change room ever on two other occasions, literally. This is very unusual for me. I'm not picky, usually. Um, again, I, I went into another room. This one was on the street with the windows open, incredibly noisy. Uh, and there was, again, a large rotund gentleman uh, with his top off, but he was sleeping. Um, I was like, okay, so I got changed, went out, met up with my friend who lives in Budapest. Um, I had a good time. And again, the bars were quite busy. Fewer foreigners than you'd expect. You'd normally expect to see a lot of North Americans or South Americans or Australians and New Zealanders, whatever, uh, in there. But it was mostly just Europeans because I think there's a there's a travel ban for anyone outside Europe. Um, it's very hard for people outside Europe to get to Europe at the moment. So it was a bit less busy than you'd expect, but there were still people out, people having fun and probably more locals as well. Because uh, I guess some locals hadn't gone on holiday that normally would have done. Um, so then I got home. Uh, it looked like the guy. I don't. I don't think the guy was dead because I think he moved once. Um, but he he did seem to have become larger. Um, you know, maintaining that weight is important. Um, you need you need to to eat a lot of the delicious Hungarian food. Um, but the window was still open. It was still incredibly noisy. So I went to sleep. Got up again in the morning. The guy again hadn't moved. Um, the smell wasn't that bad. Um, I think if you used a clothes peg, clothes peg, um, you, you could probably get used to it, but I didn't have any clothes pegs. So I went down to reception and, um, well, actually I didn't go to reception first. I booked another hostel and I just went to reception. I'm like, please refund me. I'm, I'm going to move this. This isn't working because literally everyone in that hostel that I saw, and I saw people in the common areas a bit, um, was just, you know, good luck to them in their life. <laughs> I've got nothing against them. Just not, they weren't fun people. They weren't really traveling. They were, I think they were just living there for whatever reason. Um, and it's, it's, you know, if people want to move to a city, they want to stay somewhere cheap while they find a job. That's great. Good luck to them. But when you're a traveler, you don't really want to hang out with people like that because you're on a different schedule. You want to party more. They just want to sleep with their top off and watch Spanish TV or whatever it is. They want to do what they're doing. It's, it's just a different, uh, they have a different set of priorities. So they're not going to be fun to hang out with. And they might be a bit weird, whatever. So I moved hostel. Um, and so then I went to... Actually, I went to a hotel for four days then because I needed some recuperation time. Because I may have been overdoing it a bit in Vienna. And um, found a great hotel. But unfortunately, it was really hot and nowhere much like Prague. I mean, much like any country that doesn't really get very hot. Same in the UK. Like some places will have air conditioning occasionally. Um, but it's it's just not very good. It's not like if you're in Southeast Asia or South America or places that really get hot where the air conditioning actually has to work when it's really hot. Uh, the air conditioning just didn't work properly. And I was told that, oh, it's about COVID or whatever. I, I don't believe that. I just think they, their air conditioning sucked. Um, so I was really hot all over Budapest. Um, oh, yeah, my life's so hard. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it was a bit annoying. Um, but apart from the air conditioning in the hotel, yeah, it was a really nice hotel. Um, Manis Man or something it was called. I forget the name. But that was there for four days. Then I went back to another hostel in um, Budapest, slightly out of the center, this one. But this one was a bit better. 
Um, at least it was, um, there were some people there who were normal. They had a really cool bar area restaurant, which opened on the day I left, unfortunately. Um, but uh, you could sit in that area and hang out, and I got some work done there. Um, and we went on a cycle tour on the last day, which was cool. But it was still very dead, and there's still a few weirdos there. Um, so my impression of traveling during COVID uh, on this trip, and then I just came home after that, uh, was that, yeah, it's a lot, you know, normally and in, in any time you have something called hostel creepers, a phrase coined by a friend, um, where there's just some long-term weirdo in the hostel who will have a personality disorder, be a sociopath, a psychopath, um, super old. There'll just be something really off about them. And they will make everyone's life who's staying there a misery if they possibly can. Um, and you just expect one or two of these people. Don't let it put you off because there's way more normal people or fun people in hostels. Um, but occasionally you'll get one or two of those. What seemed to have happened at that first hostel in uh, Budapest was every single person was a weirdo. Um, so th this may have been the cheapest price. Maybe that's why they, they went there. Like hostel creepers are often attracted by the cheapest price. Um, so there's probably the same number of hostel creepers around. There's just uh, way fewer other people to dilute them. Strangely enough, in uh, Ruthensteiner in Vienna, I don't remember seeing there was maybe there was one actual one one old lady. It's weird because most hostel creepers are men, but there's one old lady who just uh, played the piano, which is slightly out of tune. It would have been f fine if she'd done it, you know, one or two songs every day. She played the piano in the common area for about six hours. Um, I think it's hostel groups are often completely socially inept and unaware that they're annoying people. And the problem with her was that she was a very polite, pleasant person the rest of the time. But what can you do? So, yeah, there's there's a higher percentage of a high proportion of um, hostel creepers around and um, fewer tourists. But, yeah, it was worth the trip. It was it was fun. I'm heading to Portugal in a couple of days. I'll see how that goes. Um, it's late season, so it's probably going to be quite quiet just staying in an Airbnb there. Um, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, travel has been possible. It's been a bit weird. Um, but I'll report back and let you know how Portugal goes. Um, yeah, who knows Who knows when this is going to end or when we can get back to normal, if ever. I'll see you guys on the road. Digital Nomad on Fire. Tap subscribe in your podcast app to get every episode. Please review the podcast on iTunes. It really helps. Go to digitalnomadonfire.com for more info. Thanks.